Hey, it's Randa. You know, I've made it no secret that ever since I switched my coaching to macro-based, 100% of my clients have had results so far. That's insane. But I also know not everyone can book with me one-on-one, whether it's budget or I even have room because, hey, I'm just one person. I can't take a lot of people in a week. So I decided to create my own macro spreadsheet. That way you can input your numbers and have your macro calculations sent out to you in seconds. This is the exact same formula I use with my clients. I'm so excited to bring this to you. You can go to randonutrition.com slash manage your macros to learn more. You're listening to the Real Nutrition Podcast with Randa Dirksen, where you'll learn that diet and deprivation are not an option as we chat nutrition, health, and how to live a well-rounded life. Because who wants to eat a bowl of romaine lettuce and lemon juice while your family is enjoying pizza? Nope, not you, not anymore. Stick with me and I'll show you how you can find food freedom. Welcome back to the Realistic Nutrition Podcast. It has been a few weeks. Um, yeah, it's. I'd say I took a little bit of a hiatus. So what happened was I I needed a little bit of a break. There's a there's a lot going on. A lot going on my plate. I've been working on putting together a program for all of you, and that actually drops next weekend on the seventeenth. Which like I'm still not done. So I need to work on this to get it completed. It's been shooting a lot of videos. Basically what I'm doing is I'm putting three months worth of coaching into a program. So for those of you who don't have the budget to work with me one-on-one, I put something more affordable together so you can still get the benefits of working with me and kind of change your ideas around food. The pro- the program is going to be called Food Freedom Your Way because you're in control of what you eat. You get to choose what you eat. There's no right or wrong foods. I, I'm just really excited about it. So I want to talk to you today about what to do. You know, when you have a weekend or even a night of eating too many foods that make us feel gross and how that will make you, or sorry, how, what, no, see, I'm tongue tied today, but what you can do to make yourself feel better. So we're going to jump into that. But before I do, I do want to remind you that I have a free overnight oats cookbook for you. So I have 23 overnight oats recipes in a little ebook for you. Perfect for meal prep. You guys, it's so easy. You make them the night before or make a whole bunch of them like a couple days before, put them in the fridge, wake up and go. You can eat them cold. You can microwave them. I prefer to microwave them and you got breakfast ready for the week. It's great on the go. Or if you're just like, you know, mornings are rough. Your kids are making you pull your hair out. You can just like run around and scream at them as you're eating your food. Cause it's in a Mason jar or a Tupperware container, like, you know, whatever. <laughs> oh, so anyway, you can get that over at randanutrition.com slash overnight oats. And I'll put it in the show notes as well, but let's get into it. So like how to feel better after a binge, First of all, I want to say that 
don't feel ashamed if you had a night of overindulgence, okay? One night isn't, or yeah, one night, one day, whatever. It's not going to derail your progress. Yeah, your scale's probably going to be up a bit if you were to weigh yourself the next day. But you guys, it's, it's a lot of retention, like water retention, salt. Um, there's a lot more heavier foods in your system. I, I don't even want you to weigh that next day. Or if you already had today or whatever, just ignore it. Give yourself a few days, okay? So it's it's so important. I just don't want you to feel bad. It happened. You probably enjoyed the food. Move on. Did you binge because of an emotional thing? Were you feeling stressed and you just needed to soothe yourself with food? Well, you know what? I recommend next time, get a journal out. And even, even if you already had binged, maybe write down what you're feeling in that moment. And you can find... Sometimes you can find um, patterns and you'll notice in the future when something's coming up, they're going, oh, this is going to trigger me and you can avoid it or change the action. I also go into detail with this with the food freedom for you, but I just thought I wanted like, I really, I cannot talk today. (laughs) I haven't had any sleep. Sleep's important. Otherwise you ramble on like a crazy person, but I really wanted to put that first because it's so important. I don't want you to feel bad about what happened. So take a deep breath and let's move on. So first of all, I want you to drink a lot of water. Getting back to feeling your best means that you're going to be properly hydrated. You want to ensure that you're consuming the right amount of water, not just today, but every day. It means your body's functioning potty properly. It means that you're going to stay fuller for longer and stave off unnecessary cravings when you're not even hungry. You know, those ones, like when you're walking past the pantry and you're like, Oh, you you know, grab those chocolate chips. Yeah. Those cravings. So if you want to know how much water you should be drinking, it's really simple. You take your weight, divide it by half, and that's how many ounces of water you need at minimum to have in a day. So if you were 160 pounds, you need at minimum 80 ounces of water. More if you live in a hot climate or you're working out, just try to go for a minimum of that. So first things, water, okay? We got that. Water, water, water. If you don't like water, find a way to like it. Maybe add those flavored drops, add fruit. Um, Sparkling water counts as water. I don't recommend drinking 80 ounces of sparkling water. Like Have a can, have a can of bubbly or LaCroix or whatever it is that you drink. Tea counts even coffee counts. Okay. Yes, there's caffeine. There's a diuretic effect, but it's still going to hydrate you a little bit. Second, I don't want you to deprive yourself. So if last night you went and ate everything in your kitchen and then some, you're not going to restrict yourself today. You're not going to eat less than normal to make up for the night before. That's not happening. It's going to start a vicious cycle if you do that and you'll end up eating more in the long run. Trust me, I lived this life. So no restricting calories further. I want you to go back to your normal caloric range and add in more foods that are going to keep you full. So think high fiber foods, high protein foods, um, 
like lean proteins and veggies. Okay. And, and of course, grains like rice, I'm not saying to cut out carbs or anything like that or starchy carbs, I should say. No, enjoy your sweet potatoes and your rice. Go back to normal eating, but eat foods that fuel you more and keep you more satisfied for throughout the day. I want you to eat like you normally would. So continue eating like that, whatever that means for you, because the rest is going to work itself out. Changing everything at once is going to have consequences. I mean, I get into this, I get into this in the program. Um, There's snowball effects. If you eliminate every quote unquote bad habit that you have and add in all this new stuff, that's not sustainable. You're not going to continue with it. I I don't care who you are. You're not, you're going to stop at one point or you're going to have a negative association with food where if you eat another quote unquote bad food, you're going to think you blew it and you're going to eat everything else again. Instead of just accepting the facts or like making room, I should say for that piece of cake for a couple slices of pizza and just moving on with your life. There's diets don't work. Diets don't work for that purpose. I, that's another podcast. That is another podcast. We'll get into that another day. I want you to consume vegetables with high water content. So again, this helps with hydration and flushing out all that excess sodium that you probably consumed. So eating water containing veggies, like I said, it helps flush your system. So here's, here's some examples. We have asparagus, onions, bell peppers, lots of fiber filled fruits and vegetables like berries, broccoli, cauliflower, um, blackberry. Well, they're berries. I was going to say raspberries, blackberries. They're really high in fiber and they help, uh, with the water content to flush that excess sodium out. So again, the high fiber, like I said before, it's going to make you feel fuller and satisfied longer. Plus you're getting nutritional benefits like this, the vitamins and minerals. Um, like I said, the fiber again, like I'm going to repeat fiber over and over because fiber is fabulous. Exercise, exercise, guys, I'm going to say, get moving. Um, you can pop in an old fitness DVD or stream something online, go to the free YouTube workouts. There's a lot of free resources. I know a lot of people are loving, oh, Caroline, Caroline Garvin, Garvin, Garvin. Oh, shoot. I, I hope I'm not butchering her name, but I see people loving her workouts or the epic workouts. I believe they're free on YouTube. Um, or you can just go for a nice walk, just get moving and you're going to feel so much better after you do it. Now going forward, I want you to practice a little bit more of mindful eating, be mindful of what you eat. So this means, you know, you're not going to skip out on say that delicious sourdough bread. But rather than eating half the loaf with all that butter or you're dipping it in oil and vinegar or, okay, like last Friday, my husband and I went for dinner and they brought us like the rolls, right? Thankfully, they only brought us one each because otherwise that would have been gone. But they brought out butter and oil. It was together and I've never had that before and it was amazing. But anyway, I digress. Um, You know, instead of eating all the things, I... I I still have some. I'm just mindful of it. 
I'm not going to go, like I said, in this example, eat half a loaf of sourdough bread just because it tastes good. I'm going to enjoy that one slice and savor it. Maybe pair it with something that's going to make me feel fuller. So if you've been watching my Instagram stories, you've been seeing, I've been eating a lot of avocado toast. And so I have my piece of bread that I just, I adore. And I add actually a little balsamic vinegar. It's really good. And a little bit of avocado, or I buy those like holy guacamole already pre-done ones and spread it and egg. And I top it with an everything bagel seasoning and some, um, red pepper flakes and call it a day and I'm full for it and I'm still enjoying my slice of bread but yet it's more balanced because I have the healthy fats and the protein so that's what I like to do I also like to kind of make sure I'm eating in the right range I do track I have my clients track what they're eating because without tracking how are you going to know what you're eating People like me who can eat a whole loaf of sourdough and still go on, I need to track. The clients that come to me need to track. And that's what we do. We don't restrict ourselves. We just make sure we're getting enough calories. And that's kind of what it's been like lately because I'm in clients eating a lot of food and they're having a hard time reaching it. So that makes me happy because it shows them that they need to get more. It shows them how much fiber they still need to get and to reach their um, fiber goals and to have an optional uh, body functions. It's it's really great. There are some great apps. I, I do recommend MyFitnessPal. I don't recommend you go by their numbers. I do not want you eating 1,200 calories, my friend. That's not happening. You're needing to eat more. But while you're eating, be mindful of it. You know, are you actually feeling satisfied at the end of your meal? Are you feeling triggered to go eat something else after? Are you still starving after? Um, How can you adjust that to where you're not snowballing into more food? Sit, no distractions at the table. Don't eat with your phone in front of you. Don't go and eat with the TV going and you're not even paying attention to your food, you're watching the office and shoving your mouth full of ice cream. Instead of sitting there and enjoying that serving of ice cream, you look down and it's almost over and you're just like, oh, I want more. You see where I'm getting, when you pay attention to what you're eating, what it tastes like, you're more satisfied with it. You start to notice, oh, you know what? I'm not hungry anymore. You don't want to be fully like stuffed or you can't move, but satisfied. And being mindful about those situations helps with that. Also, I want you to get a good night's sleep, which clearly I'm in short of right now, but not sleeping enough causes cravings and a whole cycle of overeating in less, with less than ideal choices. It also depletes your energy sources. It makes you want to avoid your exercise because you're tired. You know, it's, it's so important to make sure you get a good night's sleep every night. It makes you make better choices with food and moving your body. Now, it, it's tr- I don't know if you've noticed, but when you don't have a good night's sleep, you're craving more sugary things or you're just too tired to cook. So you're reaching for, you know, things in the pantry, ready things, like re- things that are ready to go. Like you're not willing to cook. Your brain is depleted of energy and it's looking for a quick fix. And the quickest way 
is through carbohydrates because carbohydrates digest quick into glucose and glucose is what our brain needs. So our body is sending us signals going, oh, we want something sweet. We want something, you know, like something quick to um, digest. And that's why you have those cravings because your body wants quick energy. Now, again, here's an example. Like you can have that piece of toast that I mentioned earlier, but maybe try this avocado toast. Maybe try it with some peanut butter. Maybe try um, some Greek yogurt and berries with some chia seeds or hemp seeds or peanut butter with it. You know, you can still have the quick foods, but try to balance it out so you're not super hungry within 45 minutes. I also want you to stay away from trigger foods, okay? So if one cookie leads to five, hide them, chuck them, put them in the freezer, whatever you need to do to prevent a repeat of going all out needing a whole sleeve and a half of Oreos, okay? Find foods that make you feel good, but will still satisfy your sweet tooth. So some examples, if you have a big sweet tooth like I do, try to melt like an ounce of dark chocolate. And it doesn't have to be like this expensive dark chocolate. I will go to the baking aisle and get the gold baker's dark chocolate. It's in the gold package. I melt, I believe it's an ounce. It's like one of those squares, you know, melt it in the microwave, stir it around and I dip fruit in it. Um, strawberries, like Granny Smith apples, even grapes. So good. And it really satisfies my sweet tooth. Or if you're more of a savory person, you know, have a serving of popcorn. You can flavor it up with like nutritional yeast or your favorite low sodium popcorn seasoning, just whatever you need to do. And this helps you kind of get back on track, have your snacks without feeling like you're depriving yourself. And this is like, you know, those 7 p.m. snacks, 8 p.m. snacks, whatever it is after dinner where you just want a little something while you're watching your TV, you're still a little hungry. Go for something simple, simple like that. Another thing um, I like to do too, if I'm craving a bunch of hot chocolate or sorry, chocolate, and I feel like if I have anything, I'm going to binge I'll actually make myself a hot chocolate. See, I kind of spoiled it earlier. I'm filling myself up more because it's like a liquid. It's soothing because it's warm like a tea and I'm getting my chocolate fix. And actually, if you look at the back of them, they're not high in calories. You can have like I have a Keurig, so I use like the eight ounce instead of like a 10 so I can put less hot chocolate in it and it, it hits the spot for me. I think it's like two tablespoons and some are 60 calories, some are 90 and you're, you're getting that cocoa that you're craving. So give that a try. Uh, another tip, uh, to prevent any kind of issues in the future is meal planning. If you're overeating because you don't have a plan in place, try to meal plan. It takes the guesswork out of what to eat. It prevents ordering pizza and breadsticks and hot wings and everything that looks so good because you're just hangry and you want food now. It also saves you money. Let's just be honest. It saves you money and time in the long run. So give give that a try. And finally, I'm bringing it back to what I was trying to say at the beginning is to be kind to yourself. You did nothing wrong. Life happens you are an incredible person. And if you overeat to a, due to emotional triggers or emotional eating at all, like I said, try to journal, maybe find your triggers, 
deep dive into your feelings. And remember that you can connect anytime with a licensed counselor or therapist if you need to. There is no harm. There should be no shame in looking for something. You're ensuring that you are taking care of yourself. There's such a stigma about therapy and I don't understand it because if our knee was sore, we would go to the doctor. If our brain is sore or we're finding things, why wouldn't we find someone to give us tools to work through that so we can better ourselves for the future? So falling off the food rails, guys, it's not the end of the world. We all do it. We have found ourselves overindulging at least once in a while. Just try to identify what's going on and then take the steps to get back on track. And you're going to feel good. Give it a day or two, drink the water, go through these tips, add more vegetables to your day. Everything's going to balance itself out. Our bodies are incredible. They're so smart. Okay. You know what? I'm going to jump off my my soapbox today. And thank you so much for listening. I'll be back next week with an interview. I'm really excited about it.